friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. Hope you had a good weekend. Enjoying your July 4th weekend as it's coming up tomorrow as far as the actual big day. And I hope you guys got to spend time with friends and family and just enjoyed yourself. And be sure if you need anything to check out the website, healthmasters.com, the Berberine Ultimate on sale for product of the week. Incredibly effective formula in helping regulate healthy blood sugar. Also can help out with burning body fat and keeping blood glucose levels at a very, safe range. Uh, this is something that a lot of people have been talking about more and more because the Berberine Ultimate, which is the dihydroberberine formula, it's the one that we put together, has much more bioavailability because that's actually what the body has to turn regular berberine into is dihydroberberine. So you take out that one step and allows your body as far as the uptake of berberine to be much more efficient and you don't have to take nearly as high of a dose. 200 milligrams of dihydroberberine are equivalent to 1,000 milligrams of regular berberine. So be sure to check this out on the website. Really helps out with inflammation, helps out with cholesterol, helps out with healthy weight management on the website at healthmasters.com on CR now for product of the week. And also too, you heard it here first. I haven't even got the email out yet. The Freedom 5 coupon for July 4th sale. We're going to sell for the next two days only. For July 4th, it'll be Freedom in the number 5, F-R-E-E-D-O-M in the number 5. That'll be 5% on the website at healthmasters.com. So be sure to use that coupon at checkout whenever you go to grab anything over the next two days. And uh, again, this is one of the things that it's kind of interesting. I was watching and reading earlier. I was talking to a, a friend of mine over the weekend that's really big in the automotive industry, and he just is – I'm hearing this from so many different people now that there's just this constant shortage of a lot of vehicles that people need, especially with pickup trucks, shortage of parts still. And I said, well, what's going on with you know parts shortage? You know, this is 2023 now. COVID, the COVID excuse is long over. You know, I mean, we all heard that for years. Oh, it's COVID related. It's COVID. We're shortage on this because it's COVID related. That excuse has burned its way out now. I mean, anybody in any business sector, manufacturing sector, import sector understands that this isn't a thing anymore as far as for the most part, unless you're dealing with some massive shipment that gets maybe delayed. But for the most part, things are moving smoother. And what's interesting is he was telling me, he said it's starting to appear in the the automotive industry that they're intentionally trying to phase people out from being able to have any type of significant transport and any type of lengthy travel freely. And then what's interesting, I saw an article here now from Central Europe News, and it's discussing now how the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, is now stating that they want to reduce the global car fleet by 75%. In the next 27 years. So by 2050, they want to have 75% of the vehicles on the road now. Currently, the number, gone. Yes, they want to use basically mass transit for everybody to be able to travel. Ironically, by the reduction of private motor vehicles, which they want to reduce, there's no talk or discussions about reduction of private jet travel or flying or anything like that. That, that topic's not getting brought up. But on page four of the document, the World Economic Forum demands in the figures that they reduce the vehicle fleet from 2.1 billion vehicles to 0.5 billion vehicles globally in less than 30 years. How such an extremely rapid change in societal transport systems and habitual individual mobility and consumption patterns can be implemented currently remains unclear to the public. 
but it obviously shows us that the banker boys who themselves fly around in private jets want everyone to basically not have the ability to travel freely. And essentially, they want all of those vehicles by 2050 to be 100 percent electric. So lest you guys think I make stuff up <laughs> about the vehicle industry and about what they're doing to push the electric vehicle model and how they're continually trying to prevent people from traveling freely unmolested on your way, there you have it from the World Economic Forum on page four discusses in detail how they want to reduce mobility and basically people to be able to use vehicles and they want everybody to essentially not have to travel because everybody will be happy in their little 15-minute prison city, and you'll have no need to go anywhere else in the entire world. It's just something I thought I would throw out there let you guys read the report on that. And while at the same time they've called us conspiracy theorists for the last 30 years when we've discussed chemtrail spraying and barium aluminum dispersal in the air, and you could watch planes literally spray through the sky, and I still have people that argue with me about this topic, uh, according to the report in Politico, the Biden administration has now put out another report offering measured support for studying how to block sunlight from hitting Earth's surface as a way to limit global warming. They want to discuss the ability and the possibility that altering sunlight might quickly cool the planet by releasing spray into the sky to essentially reflect the light from the sun back into space. Now, this has been going on for decades what they're doing here now is they're basically gaslighting everyone as they're starting to come out now and saying, well, we're going to talk about this idea and we're going to we're going to look into this idea that it might might be something viable that we could start trying in the near future. They know darn well that this has been a military DOD operation for the last 30 years. There's over, I think, 500 patents on the books you can look up right now. There's a page online. I'll click the link on the website that literally lists every type of weather modification patent that is in existence, all the way down from clear schematics of different types of aerosol dispersal systems with planes, with all types of aerial vehicles that can do all types of different things as far as with weather modification. I even put the link months ago, if you guys remember, the company in Europe that would tell you for $100,000, they'll make sure it doesn't rain on your wedding day, hundred grand. And they discuss in detail on their website on how they use weather modification. This stuff has been going on for decades, but again, they slowly want to release this information to try to make people think that, oh, well, this is this is the you know maybe they're going to start doing this, guys. It's been going on for a long time. They're just wanting to get people used to it now with the soft disclosure. Also, too, in other news, this is a big deal, and especially in the United Kingdom, who's become more and more. Uh, how should I say, pro-perversion with a lot of the stuff that you've seen, especially last month over in Europe. However, this is a big uh, thing that happened now. Maya Forstarter, she has now been awarded a 100,000 euro, 100,000 pound award, which is about $127,000 after the anti, the woke anti-poverty organization she worked her fired her she worked for, fired her, for saying that people cannot change their biological sex. This was huge. She worked for the Center for Global Development, which refused to renew her contract and fired her in March 2019 after she posted tweets opposing proposals by the government to reform the Gender Recognition Act in the UK. This allowed people to identify in government, in every faction, as the opposite sex at any point they want without having a true medical diagnosis of gender dysphoria. 
Three London judges had handed down the decision on Friday, doling out compensation with interest almost 127000 USD for loss of earnings, injury, and aggravated damages after CGD failed to renew her contract and essentially fired her. Now, this is something that's a really big deal because they what they found in this entire lawsuit that's been going on for years now is that they said people are free to believe whatever they wish. If somebody wants to believe a fantasy that you know they're a walrus or that they're Peter Pan or that they're a woman or a female, they have that right to believe that. But it is not a requirement of society to go along with your fantasy beliefs. And this is what they brought up is that people have the right to believe anything they want, and you can't fire someone for putting an opinion out there that essentially we don't have to go along with your deluded fantasy. So this was a big deal in the UK. I was surprised this actually happened over there, but this is definitely a good precedent that sets the point that you can't simply run around and be terminating people for speaking their mind because as we have seen very clearly now, the left – have an affinity to pretty much run their mouths day and night about every level of perverted act they want. And yet, if you even say anything opposing them or disagreeing with them now, you're essentially a you know transphobic, racist, get-ahead bigot. They blatantly blast you as anytime now. I was on Breitbart the other day, and there was a common article about this. And it was interesting because somebody put up a, a, you know basically a comment and said, you know, this isn't the responsibility for society to go along with your fantasies that do not live in the aspect of the real world. And man, it was funny, but there was a couple just trolls that got on there and started hammering this guy in the comments talking about how this is leading to transphobia and this is how transphobia violence is systemic across the entire world now. And it's an epidemic of transphobic violence. And he responded back in one of the comments and he goes, please put a link to any situation you're referring to discussing extreme counts of transphobic violence. I'll wait. And it was crickets. Nobody responded to him. It's because it's continual line through this theater production that a lot of these individuals are doing to push their agenda by coming up with these completely erroneous statements that have no basis again in reality. You have to understand when you're dealing with someone that is mentally ill you can't take what they say is firsthand. <laughs> you have to question everything. So be cautious of that as we see things get weirder and weirder and continue to protect your family and your friends at all costs and continue to get the truth out there every chance you get. What do you think, Dad, and how are you doing this morning? Oh, hey, good morning, Austin. Great opening. Uh, yeah, you're 100% right. And, you know, we basically are in a situation here in the United States where, you know, the, the truth is no longer being allowed to be broadcast and more and more alt-media is being compromised by CIA and Operation Mockingbird and payments under the table and increased bandwidth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so we have a strange conundrum that we're all in. You know, we're trying to tell the truth you know, on the Ted Austin Brower show, and yet we find out that the vast majority now of alt-media up to 90% is basically completely and totally compromised, or they are shadow banned, and they're basically having no audience any longer. And the people that are doing the shows have not don't have the ability to generate revenue to pay their bills, and so they have to do something else. And so and then if that doesn't work well enough, then their PayPal accounts are blocked. I mean, it's just on and on and on. And so I want to thank you guys again from the bottom of my heart that you guys are supporting Health Masters and for all the things that you guys do. Uh, I love you guys, and I appreciate you. I haven't yet had the opportunity to pray for you this morning, but I prayed for you heavily last night, and I'll pray for you again this morning after the show. 
But I just want to wish you guys a happy, you know, you know, Fourth of July. I mean, I'm not sure how much longer we're going to be even allowed to, you know, celebrate the Fourth of July. Honestly, because what's going on is like, you know, you know, it celebrates the birth of the United States, a birth that has been now denounced by the New York Times and it's. 1619 Project is the origin of a white racist country based on enslaving black people and denounced by Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Stanford, and the rest of the indoctrination centers masquerading as educational institutions. The celebration of white supremacy will not be tolerated much longer as the 4th of July will continue as the 4th of fireworks day until environmentalists stop the fireworks. And you're already seeing this. A lot of states now and a lot of cities are stopping fireworks from an environmental standpoint. So it's just happening everywhere that this celebration that we call the 4th of July and our basically, uh, how should they say, uh, celebration of getting out from beneath the tyranny of you know English control with King George uh, will be bland and, bland and blackballed. And, it, and it's sad to me because it was a big deal for the United States to declare independence from England because of what was going on with the tyranny and the oppression that was happening back in the 1700s. But it took another 10 years for us to turn around and basically create a country that was going to be a republic. And so that was the Constitution, and they went through many, many drafts trying to figure that out. Now, a lot of the Constitution information that's out there right now is saying that we need to replace the Constitution and do something different. While there may be certain parts of the Constitution that may, may not be relevant today, uh, as far as from a, how should I say, a, a, you know, a, a, an economic standpoint where the Federal Reserve runs everything, et cetera, et cetera, I think I personally think the Constitution is sacrosanct. I think they'd be left alone. Because no matter what we do, if we start to change it, they're going to have special interest groups get involved in it, and it's going to put more and more loopholes in for them. So I think the Constitution needs to be left alone. And even though George W., the dumb one, said it was just a blankety-blank piece of paper, uh, we need to all realize that it is how our country was founded, and we need to understand that without it, you know, we don't have a rule of law. And it seems as though nowadays we don't have a rule of law any longer because of what's happening everywhere. And you, see this, you can see this crazy stuff in France now, these riots and riots and riots. Because apparently, well, I'll read you this, France riots uh, for the racist police, uh, Arab, black, and Muslim lives do not matter. Apparently, they killed a young teenager the other day who was a black Muslim and on the eve of the most observed Muslim celebration. Uh, Nadil Mouzouk, a French teen of Algerian Moroccan descent, was brutally murdered by a police officer during a traffic stop. At first, the police described the event as a case of legitimate self-defense. To disarray, the scene was filmed and proved the fallacy of the official version. It proved that Nahel never threatened in any way the officer's lives. He was shot at point-blank range while he was trying to escape. The video was shared on social media and instantly became viral, sparking a wave of outrage across the entire country only hours after the murder took place. While busily preparing for the blissful religious event, French Muslim spirit abruptly shifted from joy to grief. Uprisings began to unfold in Natirn, the scene of the killing. The country that following night, they reached the rest of the country. The protesters targeted state institutions all across the country. They burnt down town halls, attacked police stations, and vandalized home schools. They, some schools, they, they looted shops and supermarkets. Remarkably, most of the protesters involved in the rioting earned their teenage years. To oppose them, the state has used draconian counterinsurgency methods. From Thursday night onwards, the Minister of the Interior deployed 45,000 police officers. The use of military weapons, including tear gas and armored vehicles, is normalized to pacify the rioters. Hundreds were arrested. The courts pronounced their first fast-track prison sentences this weekend. The riots are a clear expression of frustration and anger over blatant injustice for the killing of a black Muslim. The protesters regard the state and institutions with clarity. They see it as the main culprit responsible for their suffering. And the riots are a form of political dissent expressed by a generation of Muslims and non-white teenagers whose lives are deemed inferior, inferior by the French police state. 
France has a history of Islamophobic and racist murders committed by the police. This is, this is crazy. Since 1991, at least 21 violent uprisings of various sizes broke out following a racist crime committed by the police. In 2022 alone, at least one man of African descent died at the hands of the police every month. The brutality finds its roots in the France's colonial past. This is simply not true. Law enforcement's function was submitting the indigenous Muslim population to the republic's values, preventing the illegitimate expression of their political set. So they've turned this into a racist religious war now in France. Now, I'm going to stop for one second, and I'm not going to – I'm just going to just just kind of comment on this from a completely politically incorrect standpoint. When you bring people into your country that are basically not part of your country and you open up the borders and you bring in – Millions upon millions and millions of people who are teenagers, many of who are basically military age, who basically are basically not French, who basically have other values and other religions, and you have a mixed cultural bias, this is going to always happen. Because what happens is you get enough people coming in there that are basically of soldier age that when something happens like this, especially if they haven't been you know, shot up with a bunch of vaccines and you know, their hormones haven't changed and they still have testosterone, they're going to riot like this. And they're not going to stop until they feel as though they've had some kind of justice or until a big chunk of them are in jail. And, you know, this is the problem that we have with the open borders across the United States with the M13 gangs coming in and all these other people coming in by the tens of millions. Now, some people say up to 50 million now have come into the United States. Now, many of them have integrated and they've integrated well and they want to be part of the solution of the United States and part of the, how should I say, the ongoing saga of the American story. But many do not. Many of them are only here for free cell phones, free housing, and free food. So that becomes the problem. And so when we sit back and we watch all of this stuff, we have to just kind of say, well, what do we want to do with this? How do we want to do this? And then we look at France as a template. You know, Macron said he wanted to rule France like he was a Greek god. He's a Rothschild-appointed flunky. They absolutely hate him as much as they hate Trudeau up in Canada. But here we have it. You bring people in. And they start riding. And remember what the mantra of this new world order is? Out of chaos will come a new world order. And then they, you hear them saying now, like you know, Austin covered earlier, that basically they're going to be changing everything. You know, we're going to have project housing to live in with three and 400 square foot apartments. I'm already seeing that in Orlando, little tiny efficiency apartments that are like 20 by 20. And, and multiple family people are coming into these apartments. All of this stuff is designed specifically to bring in their new world order from the economic form with the reduction of 75% of the, you know, the automobiles on the planet. And it just, it just goes on and on and on and on. And if you see all of this stuff and you know it and you realize that this is what they're doing, then you're not going to be surprised by it. But the biggest thing that we've got to see here is the fact that they want to change you genetically. That's the problem. They want to mess with your DNA and they want to make you something else. They want, to have your, they want to get rid of homo sapien. They want to change you just like they did in Genesis chapter 6 because it's the same group of entities that are doing it now that did it thousands upon thousands of years ago before the flood of Noah. All of these groups are the same root. They all have that root in the Garden of Eden with the deceiving of you know, Adam and Eve. That's why we did angel wars you know, a few months ago. And so we have to understand that all of this stuff is planned because out of chaos will come a new world order. When it gets bad enough – They'll come in with a world government to run through the United Nations, which is another Rothschild-imposed, you know, dictatorial system on our basically on our backs. And they will come in with, you know, you know, the special forces from other countries. They'll have no hesitancy to fire upon the population of France or the United States. It doesn't make any difference. The biggest hurdle they have right now 
is our Second Amendment in the United States because they've already taken the educational systems over. They've already taken over the media. They've already taken over, you know, you know, our police. They've already been trained in Tel Aviv as far as the massive amounts of brutality that they use as far as controlling the wayward population. They've already basically forced us in mRNA vaccines. They've already done all of the things that have been on their goals for a long period of time, including including having us own nothing and be happy because we're going to have a DNA change. Schwab says this, by the way, and I'm posting another article about this. So when you understand who they are and what they are, you got to stand and put your hand up and say, no, you know, I stand for the most high God. He stands for me. I'm on his side, and I will not allow myself to be destroyed by this new world order. I will not allow myself to go quietly down the senile dementia hallway of breathing in aluminum and chemtrails and poisons and fluoride and allow them to completely and totally control me. I'm not going to do that. And see, and that's what we have to do because the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. I talked about this on Friday's show, and I urge all of you to listen to Thursday and Friday's show. Last week was a great week of shows. It really, they really, they really were. And so this is the point that we always come back to on the show is that are you going to allow yourself to be a pawn in the game, like William Kai Gar said in his excellent book, You Need to Read, Pawns in the Game? Or are you going to stand out and go, no, I don't think so. I don't think I want to be a you know, pawn today. I don't think I want to be a chicken. I don't think I want to be a cow. I don't think I want you to harvest me. I think I'm just going to sit here and go, how about, how about no? How about you can take your garbage and pound salt with it and get it out of my life because I don't want to deal with it. And they're having a real problem because of that Second Amendment in the United States. Because these entities, when they're in their human form, they are subject to the laws of physics in this dimension. In other words, a bullet's going to tear through them just as easily as it tears through a, you know, a cardboard box. It, it doesn't make any difference. And they know that. And that's why they don't want us being armed. So they're working and working and working and working. This is why Donald Trump pushed the red flag gun laws so strongly you know, when he was in the White House. And why he pushed the clot shots so strongly and is still pushing the clot shots, which is mind-boggling to me. But, you know, they're coming after Trump, you know, hook, do, hook, you know lines, hook, line, and sinker right now, you know, with these things, these charges for these records out of Mar-a-Lago and all the rest of it. And so, again, it's part of the ongoing clown circus theater show that we call the United States government, which is basically being ridiculed now globally by pretty much anybody who knows what's going on anywhere in the world, by the way. You know, it, it, it's, it's sad to me that, you know, Boston University now has, is actually asking their, their audience, their, their students, their law students, they're urging them to seek therapy in response to the Supreme Court rulings. Boston University School of Law students are being urged to seek therapy in the wake of several conservative Supreme Court decisions, including a decision striking down the use of racial preferences in university admissions. Fox News Digital reports that the BU Law School, Boston University Law School Government Associations, sent an email to students denouncing the court's decisions of students for fair admissions versus Harvard, upholding the right, basically, of students who are not of a certain race to be equally granted admission. Fox noted that, you know, it reminded students of the availability of mental health, wellness, and resources in this area. The dissenting judges went so far as to say, that the race-based admission system uses race as a negative and operates it as a stereotype. The letter, the, the letter stated they may couch their opinion in legal jargon, but we all know what this opinion aims to do, advocate for colorblind admission process, which is absolutely perfect. However, as many of our students know, and Justice Sato Omir knows, and she says in her dissent, ignoring race will not equalize society that is racially unequal. These people are race bait, race bait. As a reminder, Boston University also offers a limited number of wellness resources that are willing and able to help students navigate these times. Law schools have been notorious in recent years for coddling left-wing students disappointed by reality. 
In 2016, some offered counseling services to students upset by Donald Trump's victory in the presidential election. In 2020, some students pressured some universities to cancel exams after George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis. I'm going to go off the rail here for just a second, if you guys don't mind. This, this admission stuff that basically is racially motivated and basically uh, gender motivated and nationality motivated is nauseating. It really is. And this is what's happened to our educational system. And this is what has happened to our medical system. As we have inferior people coming in, I know this one lady in Orlando, in Lakeland, who's a medical doctor, and she's you know, also a Muslim, and she basically uh, pushed the clot shot, pushed the clot shot, pushed the clot shot, you know, unmercifully, and you know, and she's completely and totally, in my opinion, incompetent. Period. And you know, and it's just, and it's sad to me that these people get accepted to medical programs and medical schools. You know, based upon the race or their color, when you find out really that in the last, in, the, in the end times that they can't think through anything. And I talked about this on on Friday, how they're compromised and and basically pushed and pressured by their basically their uh, their professional societies like the AMA to comply with whatever whatever they're told to do. If you have a bunch of people that are really really intelligent who have the, who have an EQ, a really good emotional quotient, and along with the IQ quotient, and they can actually think through a wet paper box and figure a way out. Just thought I'd mention that as a metaphor. They don't start doing what they're being told to do all the time. Sometimes they question the authority, and they do not want anybody to question the authority. How many medical doctors who pushed and pushed and pushed a clot shot now are basically saying that, you know, we made a mistake. We should have never pushed this. I haven't heard one do that locally, not one, including this one Muslim lady that I'm talking about. Just pushed and pushed and pushed and tried to almost force her patients to come in and get the shot. And to me, this is extremely sad because even now with all the research that's out there, it doesn't make any difference. They're still going to be promoting the shot. And if somebody comes in to get the shot, they'll give them the shot. Is that because they have a high profit margin on the shot or they're being given the shots or being subsidized by the federal government? I don't know. I really don't know. Or is it just because they don't really have an understanding of basic medicine and how basic biology and biochemical genetics works and what shots are supposed to do and how vaccines are supposed to allow the body to create, you know, antibodies against a foreign substance. But when they put an mRNA shot into you, it doesn't do that. It makes the body create and produce spike proteins. I don't know why they don't know any of this stuff. Is it because of the affirmative action? No idea. I have no idea why any of this stuff is happening. I know that Ice Cube uh, told Joe Rogan that he declined a $9 million payday because the producers requires the actors get jabbed. And again, that goes right back to Jamie Foxx. Where in the world is Jamie Foxx? Where is he? I mean, I don't know. Is he really stroked out? I don't know. I haven't seen him. But now we also know there's a mystery cluster of brain disease that's paralyzing healthy adults and robbing them of their ability to talk. And doctors fear it's due to toxic algae. This is a small province up in Canada. And now we're wondering, well, was it because of the shot they were forced to get? Did they get a certain batch of the shot? Is that certain batch having these types of problems associated with brain disease and inability to talk? But nobody's even looking at it that way. And then we have DARPA coming in and basically saying that now they have drones that they're doing simulations with. This is not a live exercise that he told the drone to kill a target. The drone decided that the person who was giving them the, the argument as far as killing, destroying the target was bad. So the drone came in and, and, and you know, it wasn't legit. It was, it, was a, it was a simulation and killed the person who was basically giving them the orders and then destroyed the communication towers so it could go do what it wanted to do because it was AI control. So the Skynet. Is it really here now? I mean, I don't know. This is just insanity in what we see. And then we realize that Bud Light sales have dropped so much 
you know, the two bottling plants are forced to cut production and lay off 645 staff due to decline in demand for the troubled band, the brand. The RDOT group announced last week it was shuttering its Wilson, North Carolina, and Simsboro, Simsboro Louisiana plants. The, my, the, the Wilson plant employed nearly 400 people, and the Simsboro plant had 245. They're both major producers of Bud Light bottles, sales which has plummeted since transgender TikTok Dalen, Dalen McBaney, you know, 26, promoted, um, you know, promoted production for it. But again, these people don't care what's going to happen as far as the total sales. They own everything anyhow. And you're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to shut up. And if they destroy Bud Light or destroyed this brand, it doesn't make any difference to them because Bud Light and Budweiser Beer and the Clydesdales, you know, that was the first group of you know breweries that started producing you know beer after the Great Pro, you know, Prohibition that happened, you know, when the banning of alcohol in the United States. And they're part of the baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, Chevrolet, Budweiser, Clydesdale image and branding in the United States. And all of this iconic stuff has to go down. It has to be done. They have to get rid of it because they don't want you having any type of roots that bury deep into the society, into the culture that we have. They want it destroyed. So destroying Budweiser, that's a good way of doing it. It's a pretty iconic brand, guys. You know, Bush, Budweiser, all from the same parent company that was bought up. And the, and the Bushes have absolutely no ownership whatsoever left in this in this company because, again, it was brought up and paid for by this World Economic Forum. All the money they get to print from nothing with their central banks they control all over the world and all of the above into nauseam that we talk about on this show all the time. And, and it's sad to me that we're in a situation here. We stop and we think, what in the world can we do? And we realize that – Unless we have a relationship with the most high God through Jesus Christ, unless we do what we know we're supposed to do from an economic standpoint and boycott these manufacturers that are doing this, including Bud Light, I hate to say it, and we have the ability to stand and support the companies and the groups of people that are out there that are still independently owned, that this entire country and this entire economy and this entire world system of economic trade is going to the ash heap of history, period. It's all going to be changed. And that's what they want. Remember, before Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eve, before the Garden of Eden, before the first flood that destroyed the planet. This is this is the pre-generation, the pre the pre the story of the the pre pre-genesis story. Satan was running about, running commerce on this planet. It says that I read the or I read you the scripture on this. And he got involved in the love of money and all the greed and all the rest of this stuff came out, and he became arrogant. See, this is the same thing they're doing again. They can't help themselves. The love of money is the root of all evil. Jesus said that. This same group is the same way. They're so greedy, and they're such psychopaths, and I covered that on Friday, how that happens with dual information fields. you got to listen to Friday's show, guys, when they get possessed that they believe that they can have everything they want and they want to have you and they want your soul on top of everything else. It's not just your money. They want your soul. And this is a game they're playing, a fight they're fighting for the souls of mankind so that you can spend eternity in hell with them. You know, see the river of blood and all the other crazy things that I talked about on Friday. All of this stuff is real. And we need to be aware of it. That's why we've got to stay prayed up and we've got to realize that, number one, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Number two, this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. and I will be glad in it. We need to maintain a positive attitude and realize that it is with our minds and our energy that we create scalar energy that creates the fabric of time space. And we need to stand against these people. That's why I will not do fear porn on the show. I will not do it.
You don't hear me doing it. I'm telling you that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I'm telling you that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And that you put on your full armor and you stand your ground. And we'll show them what we're made out of. We'll show them what real Christians can do. We'll show them the power of Jesus. That's what we'll show them. And we'll continue to do that all the days of our life. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? Oh, you're spot on with that. And this is why I continually encourage people to really protect the children nowadays, especially as more and more perversion becomes rampant and normalized now, where so many people just think this is okay, this is normal, this is the new normal. As I've said before, this will never be the new normal for me. This what they what they tried to do this year for this last entire month is beyond egregious. What they tried to force everybody to accept gets weirder every single year. I mean, there was an article talking about up there in Canada yes. with another giant pride parade with grown men riding bicycles completely naked, completely naked, running around in bicycles outdoors in the city. I mean, walking around. And, oh, well, it's okay for them to have full nudity for a pride parade. So it's okay for them to walk around exposing themselves to children because it's a tranny pride gay event. Suddenly now these events have turned into not even a, oh, we want to have equal rights. We want to have gay rights, which is what it originally started on, to now it's we want to normalize every manner of filth and perversion. We want to shove it in your face, and we want you to love it, hold it, and embrace it. I got a newsflash for all these weirdos. Not happening. Not on my watch. Not now. Not ever. And that's how a lot of Americans really need to start standing up to this because you just think every single – I mean, look, look like that's it earlier with the Bud Light. <clears throat> that was a iconic beer brand. I've never really liked it. I don't really drink beer, but it's iconic, and they intentionally did that to insult the American population to see what they would accept. That's all – what this is constantly doing. This is why I try to reiterate to so many people. This is a constant – psychological warfare battle that we're in. We're in a full-blown psychop war right now. There's a hot war when it comes to the minds and the mentality of the general populace. The banker boys that are running the show, that are running BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, the Federal Reserve, they're the ones who are pulling the strings behind all this. That's why they're forcing this on these companies. They want to get the American populace more and more desensitized to perversion. This is another reason why. Like Dad said earlier, how long are they going to keep trying to prevent people from, you know, promoting and celebrating this country? You know, I still remember very clearly when there were ordinances, legal ordinances that were put out by city and counties that you were not allowed to celebrate July 4th in July 2020. You are not allowed to shoot fireworks off. It is illegal to come together. It is illegal to have more than six people around in your house. It is illegal to launch anything up in the sky. It is illegal to celebrate anything. It's illegal. It's a mandate. You have to follow the mandate. What do we do down here in Central Florida? We have the one of the largest firework displays statewide ever seen. Numerous other states did the same thing. California even had to take a big chunk of it. They had a giant fireworks show. Why? Because that was just a simple, a simple thing that was there to let everyone know, nah, it's going to be a hard pass for me, bro. 
I'm not going to skip the 4th of July. I'm not going to not do what I want to do because last time I checked, this is America. The very idea and concept of telling everyone they're not allowed to celebrate the 4th of July and you're not allowed to have more than six people in a household come together is the epitome of tyranny and what this country fought against. But again, that was another test to see how well people would take being told they weren't allowed to go outside. You're not allowed to have Christmas. You're not allowed to have your family over. You can't. It's illegal. You know, remember, do you remember the, the, the stories, the news articles about officers going in and busting birthday parties of little five and six year old children because the neighbors were snitching on them because they had people over at their house? News flashed to everyone. Very few people actually died directly from COVID. That's what nobody seemed to ever get and understand. I was right there in the middle of it. I had doctors and nurses that I knew that I was talking to on a regular basis. I was dealing with customers flooding in the office and buying supplements. I had emails out the wazoo, people asking me what to do and what to look at. I never talked to one single person that caught COVID and died from COVID by themselves in their house or basically with their family. Not one. Not one single person. I talked to a lot of people that got sick and got the flu. I had a lot of friends, people I personally knew that I was close to that caught COVID and went to the hospital and were immediately put on remdesivir, immediately went into liver and kidney failure, immediately started having fluid build up in their lungs, and immediately were put on a ventilator and laid to die while the hospital watched them on an intravenous drip of remdesivir that was known all the way back from 2016 that it was a failure of an antiviral drug during the Ebola testing in, in Africa. I saw that happen repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again. But yet it was never about public safety. It was never about health. It was never about being able to make your own decision. It was about fear and control and to see how far they could push the psychological aspect of warfare into the minds of the American populace to get them to basically submit to see how far they could take it. And then what they do, they rolled out the RNA gene therapy shot. There was a DOD operation that DARPA started to develop back in 2012. That's why everything, nobody realized, everything with the shot was a DOD op. Everything. That's why it was military operation warp speed. The whole thing was a military op. And they did it. That was the only way they could get that shot rolled out. There was no way to legally have that through a private company like Pfizer on its own to roll that out and get it approved. It had to be done through all these stinking loopholes. That's why it was, it was, it was confusing to everyone at the beginning. That's why I do so much research. You guys can listen back to the shows in 2020. Tad and I were constantly coming up with more news and more stuff we were finding out about what was going on. They intentionally subverted everything to get it through. That's why then they came out later on in the end of 2021 and said, oh, the FDA has now approved Comirnaty. People go, what the heck is Comirnaty? Oh, it's the version of the RNA gene therapy shot that doesn't exist. It's a shell name. It's a shell product that doesn't exist, but it's really similar to almost exactly what was on the market. So we're proving Comirnaty that, by the way, has never been released. It's never been rolled out. It has never been bottled. There's never been one bottle of Comirnaty ever single manufactured, ever, ever. But yet – it's the FDA approved. It's the same way Pfizer got away with the giant debacle back in 20, 2008, 2009, where they set up a shell company that owns a shell company that owns a shell company. Then the shell company gets fined. 
gets doled off the list so they can't do Medicare, Medicaid, or anything like that, and they basically get fined, then they file bankruptcy, and Pfizer does business as normal. Pfizer is and has been the most corrupt pharmaceutical company in the entire world for decades, yet they were the one that just so happened to tell everyone it's safe and effective to get an RNA gene therapy shot. Oh, yeah, safe and effective, my butt. And this is what we continually saw over and over and over again was lies and manipulation. This is what they've done, and they've done it really well through the mainstream media. This is why they're going so hard at demonizing Trump. Now, people go, well, so what, do you, what do you think about this or that? I've told you before. It's being used as theater. Trump is a reality star, but way bigger than that, and I've explained this to people before, is you've got to understand the deeper psychological aspect of what we're watching. What did Trump overall represent from a basis? What was the slogan? Make America great again, right? Make America great again. Quite frankly, couldn't come up with a better slogan. That's fantastic. Make America great again. Unbelievably positive, extremely uplifting, very goal-oriented, excellent. So what do they do? Trump's bad. Trump's a racist. Trump's the boogeyman. Everything about Trump is bad. Oh, we found documents that he had when he was president. We're now trying to basically throw him in prison forever. Is it being used as stage theater? 100%. But it goes even deeper. It's being done to eliminate the concept of America being great, the concept of America being good, the concept of American freedom. While you have Biden, who they're trying to attempt to be the new representative of America, the bumbling buffoon clown, I can't even count how many times it's fallen over on stage and going upstairs, mumbles like a three-year-old trying to read a book, can't even talk on a teleprompter half the time, says some of the most moronic comments we've ever heard in recorded history, and yet he's allegedly the president of the United States. He's the new face of America. This is what they're doing. It's designed to degrade and essentially make a total mockery of the United States. While you have Make America Great Again representation through Trump as the big, bad, racist boogeyman, like Dad talked about earlier. I remember repeatedly hearing about different like help groups and support groups for people that had Trump derangement syndrome. It wasn't about Trump. It was about the fact that America – was trying to become America once again, and people in the following behind that movement, even though Trump didn't do a whole lot of stuff that he said he was going to do, the movement, the American culture that followed him was all about patriotism, was all about pro-America. That has to be dissolved in order for them to bring about a new world order. You can't have America being proud to be America, standing up for the national anthem, standing up for rights, standing up for the Constitution, being pro-gun, and then turn around and have that same America be absorbed into the World Economic Forum and the you know one world government. can't be done. They have to break the United States down. That's why I've encouraged people so much. Continually stand up for your values, your American beliefs, your patriotism, your Christian values. Stand up for them, man, because they're called rights. That doesn't mean people don't try to take them away from you. That means you have to defend them. That was the entire concept with the Bill of Rights. This is your right. This is your God-given right. Here it is projected, not to display that that's what we have as a right, but to let everyone know that these cannot be taken from us if they're not voluntarily relinquished. And that's why it boggles my mind sometimes to hear some of these people, some alt media, some 
patriot people allegedly I thought they were and they make comments and they start talking about certain things and start talking about you know everybody just needs to get along and everybody just needs to go along with this and everybody needs to be inclusive and, and I look at them and I shake my head and I'm like dude if you watched what's happened over the last five ten years have you watched how that idea of going along to get along is completely and totally ruined huge swaths of American culture now and it's getting worse yes that's why it is so important to continue to keep the truth alive. The reason why the First Amendment was the First Amendment, <laughs> the freedom of speech, because the founding fathers that operated in this country, regardless of what people's take on what they were backed in, what they were built on with the Masons, I don't care about any of that right now because that's irrelevant. The basis of what they built this on was the ability to speak freely. If you do any type of history research and you understand why we broke away from England, because they couldn't say anything. You, King George, a fat retard. Whoa, uh, hanging from the bridge. Hanging from the bridge. Oh, I was just kidding. Doesn't matter. You can't say that. Sentence to death. Hanging from the bridge. Quarter him while you're at it. Look at what they did with William Wallace. All this goes back to the feudal system, ideology. It's all about making sure that the peasants don't revolt, the peasants don't talk, and the peasants don't stand up for their rights. This is why you have to do the opposite. Continue to stay strong, my friends. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. I saw this earlier. Surprise, surprise, as again, they want to punish the peasants. They're saying now over 4,500 flights have already been canceled or delayed over this weekend. I told you guys about the beginning of this week where they're using this 5G excuse and this adapted new 5G network that got rolled out July 1st that if planes aren't adapted to it or they're not retrofitted for this new technology, if it's bad weather, they can't land and basically they can't fly. I told – dad brought it up too – that a lot of this information I think they're telling us, I think, again, is more exclusive theater. A, to cover up the deaths from the pilots that is happening repeatedly still that nobody wants to talk about. I keep getting reports multiple times about pilots now that are retiring early, pilots that aren't passing their physicals, pilots that are having all types of heart issues and circulatory and cardiovascular issues now. Then on top of that, they don't want people, again, to travel freely on their way. They want people to be at the whims and the hands of the controlled banker boys that says, no, you can only fly here then. No, you'll be allowed to fly here when we tell you you're allowed. You're designated to fly here at certain times of the year. That's where all this is going to, and what they're going to do is they're going to start making it so exorbitant to be able to fly. The vast majority of people aren't going to be able to do it. That's the whole entire goal. That's what they're doing with the vehicles now. That's what they're doing with the housing. Like Dad said earlier, I was in Orlando over the weekend. Took the kids out, had a blast with them, my, me and my wife's 10-year anniversary, so we had a great weekend. And it's crazy. We were on one of the toll roads. And I'm not exaggerating when I say on both sides of the toll road, as far as I could physically see with my eyes, were high-density, high-rise apartments. But these aren't, like Dad said, these aren't like two, 3,000-square-foot condos on the water. These are all like five, six, seven, eight hundred square foot apartments. A lot of them are studio apartments. They can pack, you know, in one giant apartment building, total building, they can pack in 40, 50, 60 people. This is one of the reasons why the roadways here in Florida 
have become so insane that you can't even operate on them much anymore now. Everything is turning into L.A. and Central Florida. It's stop-and-go traffic everywhere you go because they're building these little 15-minute cities. Orlando, is that's what they're going to make Orlando. You can see the entire platform on how they're doing it and just what's happening. But again, it's something to be aware of, and what you can do is you know don't support a lot of this stuff. Continue to try to stay financially you know, as far as free with a lot of this and try not to get involved with a lot of these tiny little cities and continue to support them. I saw another project going down in Miami, this whole little 10, 15 minute city in Miami where they're putting everything back to back to back to back to back so that everyone doesn't ever have to leave. This is where they're going with it. So just understand how it's occurring and how it's actually operating and continue to get the truth out there. Also, to in other news, this is interesting as well. Speaking of exactly what I talked about, there's another article that came out in a piece. It's called Escape from New York Future. And it was basically talking about how the liberal policies in California and New York are destroying everything. Everything. I mean, we talk about it all the time. I'm not going to get into all the stuff that's been going on in those states because you guys already have already heard it. And what they're saying is now the blue states are beginning to bleed excessively, and people are starting to – I mean they said 71% report that living in California is important to their personal identities, and they say California is a place where they fit in and feel comfortable. However, what they're saying now is that California has had one of the largest exoduses of any place in the entire country. They said over 40% of Californians now are discussing packing up and leaving. And where are they going? They're coming to Texas and Florida. What's happening? You see it here now all over the place. California tags everywhere. But again, this is why it's so important to try to be involved locally because as you watch a lot of this stuff happen, you're going to see the dynamics change where you get these individuals on the city commissioners and county commissioners that are going to do everything they can. It, 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 I, you know, I've never understood it with a lot of these people that, you know, it, they're, they're essentially parasites as far as these hardcore communists. They go into states, they ruin the states with their ideas and policies. Then they talk about how bad the state is, and then they move to another state and want to implement their same policies. They're like a cancer. But I guess that's kind of what they are. They're cancer communists, right? <laughs> like This is what communists do. They're cockroaches that just go from one cancer to the next, to the next, to the next, and they're only happy by ruining everything. I guess that's kind of what you've seen with the, the fallen angels. The only thing they can do is corrupt things that are good. They can't produce anything positive, kind of like communists. They can't produce anything. All they can do is sponge off everyone else and then complain about how everything's so horrific after they've ruined it. So again, something just to discuss and have an open topic about and be very aware, especially with the school systems, especially where your kids go, especially who's talking to them and who's teaching them and what's going on in their head. One of the most important factors you can do and actually be involved in on a regular basis is what your children are being taught and what they're being exposed to. What do you think, Dan? You know, you know, Austin, we, we, it always comes back to the kids. I mean, we're, we're doing everything we possibly can to keep as many people informed of what's really going on and how to raise their children properly. I mean, I mean, I see it constantly now with kids that basically have all kinds of health issues and mental disorders. I mean, I, I mean, I was in church yesterday and there's this one lady, she had a child with her and the child just didn't seem quite right. And, and I feel sorry for him. And I've got another friend of mine. He's He's uh, dating some girls right now. He's a, you know, he's a retired physician, and he basically told me, he said that uh, he had a girl he talked to the other day who's got a child. He, he's, he's a lot younger than me, so he's dating these, these, these ladies with young kids, 
and she's very upset because she basically can't find a date because she has a you know special needs child due to the vaccines. And, and what happened? He started asking her about the vaccinations, and she ended up basically just crying and crying and crying and crying and crying because the child was perfect until they took the vaccine, the MMR shot. And we're seeing this more and more and more. So now we have a record of 40-year-old people in the United States that have never been married and aren't married and probably aren't planning on ever being married. And it's sad. It's, you know, you know, have, they've never been married. You know, record number of 40-year-olds in the United States have never been married, and most of them are living alone, according to a new analysis of the Central U.S. Central Census. Excuse me, the Pew Research Center analyzed Census Bureau data from 2021, excuse me, and found 25% of 40-year-olds that year had never been married. There's a massive increase of 5% over 20% in 2010. Many of these individuals live alone with just 22% of never married adults ages 40 to 44 reporting last year that they cohabitated with a romantic partner. The 2021 data marks a new peak in what we've been seeing decades-long trend. The share of unmarried 40-year-olds has steadily been increasing since 1980, when back then it was only 6% had never been married. According to the data, a higher share of men than women have never been married. The black 40-year-olds were much more likely to have never been married than white, Hispanic, and Asian 40-year-olds. And education also seemed to play an important factor, as 40-year-olds without a four-year degree were more likely to have never been married than those who had completed at least a bachelor's degree. The overall decrease in the share of 40-year-olds have married is especially notable because the share of 40-year-olds who have completed or competed at least a bachelor's degree was much higher in 2021. So all of this stuff is kind of just shaking up the entire economy and shaking up the entire demographics of the United States. But this is exactly what it was designed to do. This is why cultural Marxism came into the United States. This is why you know, they were telling you that women and men shouldn't have relationships. This is why they pushed the homosexual lesbian agenda so hard. This is why they destroyed the nuclear family. This is it right here. And now we're seeing a record high number of 40-year-olds in the U.S. have never been married. And a lot of them don't want to get married. Because they see all of the problems associated with marriage. They see you know, all the problems associated with dual asset combination as far as if they end up getting divorced. And the list goes on and on and on. And what they don't talk about this in here is a lot of these 40-year-olds are still living in their parents' basement. Just thought I'd mention that. They're still living at home in their parents' basement, and there is no hope for them at this point in their own minds of ever getting out of their parents' basement. And quite frankly, it's that failure to launch syndrome that we saw with Matthew McConaughey in that funny movie that was done a few years ago. But the truth of the matter is is that we have a situation where it has gotten so expensive to live out on your own. It's gotten so expensive to leave your parents' basement that in many cases they'd rather maintain their lifestyle and their jobs they currently have, if they even have a job, and stay in the parents' basement. And if the parents are okay with that, like there's a different entrance to come in and go and all that kind of stuff, whatever, it's kind of maintaining the nuclear family as far as I'm concerned. The sad part about it is, is that the dating in the United States has gotten so strange because so many people are just basically not interested in it anymore, or they basically are doing it just to, to suit a need, or they basically are just trying their best just to go through as many people as they can because the cultural Marxism and the promiscuity has gotten off the charts in the United States. So it's a mess, guys. That's why I keep your kids in, you know, in, you know, homeschool them, number one, if you can, and keep them grounded in the word of God and keep them in Sunday school and help them to realize that we as a country cannot survive the dissolution of this family unit. Which is, what, which is what, of course, the Frankfurt School knew back in 1923, 1933, when they basically came over to the United States after they'd been in Germany. The country, the republic, cannot handle a dissolution of the nuclear family 
period. It has never worked. It never will work. I love you guys. Also, what do you think, buddy, to finish up the show? Oh, absolutely. That's why, I mean, it's biblical. Not just biblical, it's also from a successful society time and time again as far as having that nuclear family. So continue to keep strong, my friends. Continue to get the truth and keep your body strong as well. A lot of people are going to be running around and blowing up fireworks and doing all kinds of stuff this week. Be cautious. Please be careful. Nobody wants to see anyone lose fingers. Happens a lot during 4th of July with people being reckless. So use caution. Be safe. Continue to stay strong and exercise. Get fresh air. Go for a walk. Even though it's unbelievably hot down here in Florida right now, still good to get some exercise. Even if you got to do it inside sometimes, <laughs> continue to keep your body strong, your immune system strong. Whatever gets thrown at us, have your body has the ability to handle it. So check out the Berberine Ultimate I told you guys about earlier. It's the new dihydroberberine on the market. Extremely strong, really good to help support blood sugar. Helps out with energy production. On sale for over 10% off right now. And be sure to take advantage of the Freedom 5 coupon code that will be up for the next two days for July 3rd and July 4th. Continue to grab that and uh, keep your body strong. My friends, continue to have fun. Enjoy life. Stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Have a fantastic 4th of July. Have Talk to you again tomorrow on this show, as always. Have a great evening. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.